Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to the latest episode of Bibliostapes in Discussion. Today, I've got the great pleasure of being joined by photographer Simon Ashmore. Good evening, Simon. Good evening, Ewan. How are you? I'm, I'm not bad, thank you. Can't complain. And yourself? Yeah, I'm, I'm in rude health and, and very happy. Thank you. Very good. Can't ask, can't ask for much more than that. Um, so we're obviously here to talk about Simon's, uh, Simon's beautiful book, I Am Not the Rain. Um, yep, I'm Not the Rain. But before we get into talking about that, Simon, it'd be great if you could give us a, a good introduction to your photography, your work and, and your background. Yeah, OK. Um, well, if I start at the beginning, uh, uh, the, the, the love of photography came about through my dad, yep. who... Um, he he had fads. You'd call them hobbies, but <laughs> hobbies are things that, that you actually do. But he had fads, you know. And what he'd do is he'd he'd come home with a new thing periodically. You know, one year right. it was horos horoscopes, and then the, you know the next year it was golf clubs. And then uh, one day he came home and he he bought um, he bought an SLR camera. It was an Olympus camera, a film camera in those oh, days. And, um, and I was at an, an impressionable age. I think I was about 12 or 13. And I just thought this, this thing was magic. It was the most amazing box that I'd ever seen, you know, covered in yeah. strange inscriptions and all the, you know, it seemed so technical and complex to me. And it was a, a wonder. And then that's to say nothing of its function as well. You know, so it's basically I stole his camera. That's the, <laughs> the long and the short of it was that, Dad never got to use that camera. Yep. And um and and so I I I knew at that stage, I think possibly at that age, I and and other people are just getting a sense of what they're, you know, what's going to motivate them in their lives. And yeah, certainly even at that age, perhaps naively and unknowingly, I was looking for something that could be mine in my life. Yep. And, um, and there it was, you know, I, I wonder if he'd come home with something else, you know, like stamps or a book on accounting, whether <laughs> I'd have had the same joy. <laughs> I suspect not. But um, uh, so that was that. And so I, I sort of at that very early age, I thought, well, this is for me. And then at school, um, when you went into the we had an upper school that I went to. So this school was on two sites. And when you got into the third year, fourth, fourth year, I think it was, you do your options. Yeah. There was, there was a dark room in the art department of the school. And that was, an, that was another level of magic, you know, so that I got to go into this other world. You know, there's, you know, I don't know if you've, you've done some dark room work, but you'll, you know, so that wonderful eerie red light and the yep. smell, smell of, stop bath and maybe that not so much but you know the just the whole experience and then seeing seeing the magic of the print coming up was it just uh you know it just compounded this view that uh image making if i expanded out it was, obviously it was photography but then more broadly image making is uh, just a wonder to me so uh yeah so that's what i went off to do i, I went to college to study photography um, I was not a great student because yep. I think I was just enjoying being a student and, um, you know, when you're 17, you're entitled to have some fun. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, then, 
and then I then I declared that I was a professional photographer, age nineteen. Yep. And you know now I was armed with not only a little bit of knowledge but also the, the arrogance of a nineteen-year-old. <laughs> uh, and I, you know, declared I was I was you know driven to change the universe and yep and all of. Anyway, so I had a career and I I, I was doing editorial photography. Um, and I did that for some years. It was my living. It wasn't a great living. Um, after a while, it became apparent that um, A, I wasn't as good as I thought I was. <laughs> and uh, and I was, I was unprepared for, um, you know, managing myself and, and getting, getting the work. And, you know, some people have got a natural flair for, it's one thing having the technical capability, and I was quite good, but yeah you know you you need in order to sustain a good living and there aren't that many photographers who have a really good living yeah um but you you need some other um you know you need some other cards in your deck don't you and i I didn't have that at that time the the other thing i found was that um the appeal of photography for me was an artistic one always an artistic one and it was grounded it was rooted in an in history of photography so you know the printing i was doing was black and white my portfolio was a black and white portfolio and i'd take it to magazines and they'd say oh you know we've been using color for 10 years yeah (laughs) so it was i I was a bit um you know i was looking probably looking back rather than looking forward in my work okay yeah and so ultimately the the professional i i stopped doing it for as a profession because all of these things compounded you know you can't i couldn't get the work i wanted to get and um i got frustrated with it and i thought well i'm done then you know i've had enough of this yeah and i just i put the cameras away for years and did other things yeah and it was it was only about um Oh, let me think. Maybe 2013, when it it, it just came back. It sort of t- figuratively tapped me on the shoulder and said, "I haven't gone away. Yeah, I'm here. You still, you've still got to do something here. Um, you know, I don't think it's something I chose. Yeah, I think that it, it's a compulsion. Okay. Um, yeah, and it's it's a joy." But, it, yeah. but, it, but I don't have choice. <laughs> Does that make sense to you? Yeah, abso- I I, yeah, yeah no, absolutely. I, I can totally, I can totally get that. It's yeah. Sometimes you, sometimes you just do need a break from these things and from many things and and things that I think it happens to everyone. You, you, there's things that happen in your childhood that at some point in later life will come back to you at, at the right time. Yeah, I, I, I must have always have been there somewhere. And I'm a creative person. So during that time, I was trying other things and I was yep. doing a bit of writing and stuff like that. But anyway, this came back very strongly. But I I now didn't need in a as a more mature person, at least, a, or as an older person, <laughs> um, I, I didn't need then to make my living from it, which yes. when I was younger was the be all and end all. You know, yeah. I had to be, you know, I had to be the creative, but I also it had to be my my career. Yeah, I, you know, the idea that you know people would say, "Well, it could be a hobby," and I go, "F off!" You know, not a chance. This is I. This is do it or don't do it. Yeah. Well, uh, 
um, <laughs> that's the arrogance thing again, I suppose. But um, so so when I when it came back, I I started doing other sorts of work and thinking, well, um, I can break out of what I what what I thought photography was. Yes. Um, and I can try. I can do anything I want to do. Yeah, try different things. Yeah. And so that's <laughs> that's what I do. Um, yep. so I spent quite a lot of time trying to sort of find the boundaries of the medium. Yeah. If you like. Well, that's it. And I think it's a wonderful thing to be trying to push the boundaries. I certainly don't push the boundaries, but um, I'm, I always really enjoy seeing the success of others as they do, as they do push the boundaries and try and try different things and different techniques, different methods and, and see the outcomes and see the results. There's a rich seam, isn't there, of people and you've interviewed quite a few of them. Uh, you know, the, uh, the the Doug Chinneries of this world and the Bowder Baileys and others that I've seen that you've interviewed and, and before them, Chris Friel as well, that I don't yeah. think you've had on. Nope. Uh, who who um, have really, I think they've popularised that kind of approach. They've legitimised it for lots of people yep. by saying, actually, you know, what's the big deal with sharpness? Yeah, or you yeah. know what's why does it you know why does the landscape have to look like you know why does it have to be picturesque yes yep so i think it's good to ask those questions that's not to invalidate the the, the people that find their joy in looking at traditional work you yep. know representational stuff that's okay that's valid but um but i think photography can be it's, it's such a broad art form yep. that, that you can, you know, you can take it down any path you want to. And all of that is OK. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, to I totally agree. I think, as you say, it does. It kind of, uh, it not so much validates, but it gives people comfort and confidence to that they're maybe going down a certain route. And actually, there's other people out there who are doing it, doing it uh, along with them and, um yeah, it maybe helps and just and, and drives people on in that direction to explore. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And of course, I omitted Paul Kenny from that list. You know, the <laughs> ubiquitous Paul Kenny, and <laughs> and uh, uh, I mean, great. You know, just just terrific, inspiring stuff from all of those people. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, you um, in I think it was a couple of years ago, two thousand and twenty, you published the book through Cozy Books. I am not the rain. Mm. which uh, which really is a uh, i've been i've been having a look through over the last few days just leading us up leading up to having this discussion and it, it really is a love a beautiful body of work but also it's it's the writings the pieces of writing that you've incorporated as well that i think just really nicely break it down into kind of like the three sections yeah it was uh, it was i always intended to publish yep but uh, originally, uh, what I published because of the flow of events. Yes. What I what I intended to publish is 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 the first part of the book. Yeah. Um, but such were events, and I'm sure we'll cover that a little bit. That. Yep. The, it took the project took a big turn and became yes. other things. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, I was definitely. Um, motivated to do a book um i thought by about 2017 2018 yeah to 2018 i was sort of now sort of starting to focus in on um 
well, I'm, I'm, I'm finding my voice a bit. Yeah. Uh, where do I find my audience? Where's the outlet? You know, and you, yep. you, you go through all the social media stuff, don't you? So you, you, mm-hmm. you do the, the flicker thing, and you, you try Instagram. Instagram still seems to work. Yeah. But there seem to be quite transient and. And it's screen. It's always screen, and you think, well, you know, there's a there's a joy in physical, physical absolutely, as yeah. well. Uh, and it's a different quality. It f- feels more permanent. Well, it feels more permanent, yeah. And uh, it has a, t- a tactile. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Tactile nature of it. Anyway, so I so I set about doing this body of work. I mean, it sh- should I just kind of talk you through the the the. The thinking yeah. in the process yeah absolutely yeah that'd be that'd be fantastic yep so it was a so it was a the, the first part of the book is called short stories of loss and hope which was possibly a little bit pompous but that's that was what was in my yep. mind and the idea that what was stimulating it was that as i had achieved a certain age at a certain age you st- <laughs> you you know there are yeah. events that happen around you. you yeah, know, you absolutely. What I describe as early middle age. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, unfortunately, along the way, you know, people get sick and you lose yeah. one or two. Yeah. And, you know, that's life. And, um, but you, and of course, for some people, that happens at different parts of their yeah. life. Yeah. But, you know, if you, if you kind of around the age I am, it's, it, you see it starting to happen a little bit. And I didn't, you know, and I lost a couple of friends and I thought uh, it made me focus in a little bit on mortality. Yeah. Not in, in, you know, I'm not the most articulate person. I'm, I'm a kind of an armchair philosopher at best. Yeah. Yeah. It, it made me think about it in, in the, the only way that I could, you know, and, and you just run things over in your head and you come to terms with it or you try yeah. to come to terms with it anyway so so that was a, a sort of a, a thematic you know in relation to the book that was a sort of a thematic starting point for, for yeah. thinking well, how can i how can i ground something on this experience that we'll we all have you know uh, yeah at some point in life yeah yeah <laughs> this is ghastly conversation isn't it <laughs> <laughs> um but uh uh, obviously you and I will live almost forever so we'll be fine yeah um but um <laughs> so I started to think about that and then there were I think when you're doing projects often there are several starting points for yeah for yeah. a theme and they and there's a kind of a confluence they have to come together and so so I had this sort of philosophical thing going on but then also I had um uh, uh, there was the, the subject that I was quite interested in, which was, and I, I do know that this is going to sound a little bit strange to some people, um, but, <laughs> um, but I went. I was fascinated by this local churchyard, which is yep. where I live, and you know, I walk around that. I find that, uh, churchyards places of calm and peace. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a religious or particularly spiritual person, but they're uh, they're wonderful places to 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 be, and uh, so I started photographing some of the stones. But I was I, I didn't want to photograph the inscriptions on stones because I thought, well, I mean it's a bit literal, and also, you know, what what's that 
what am I doing? I'm just reproducing something. Yeah. So it's photographing the back of the stones because they, they have this sort of, you know, the stones have the, the decay of the stone is its own thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And uh, so I, I was doing that. So that, that was that, which was the, the photographic thing. It's pretty abstract. You know, what you, what you wouldn't know unless you were told is that this is a picture of the back of a gravestone and that's okay. Yeah. So that's, that's another key element of it is that this is not about, you know, picturesque landscapes. Yeah. Um, yeah. There is still an aesthetic. Photography does need the aesthetic. So I've, yep. I've used images that people will never see where I've totally destroyed things. And I stand back and I think, well, well done for destroying it, Simon, but it looks rubbish. You know, it's just not working. So it's, you do need the aesthetic. Yep. Um, and uh, so I wove in this idea that, you know, the stones are obviously related to, they're a symbol of mortality. And, uh, and that if you have an ambiguous image of a gravestone, or it doesn't have to be a gravestone, it could be yep. something else around that you could, you could, because it's not giving you many clues about what it is, is when you look at it, you can, you, you put your own story into it. Absolutely. Yeah. So that was that. And then the, the third thing that came in was uh, probably harking back to what I said earlier about um, the seduction of printing, darkroom printing. And I'm, I must say, I'm not opposed to other forms of printing, and I do it too, but yep. I'm in that mode, I suppose. Um, is that I was exploring uh, these these old uh, contact printing processes, iron silver based processes. Yeah. And uh, I was using um, salt printing, yeah. uh, which is uh, for the uninitiated, is um, a process where you, you salt some paper, yeah. weak salt solution, you brush on some silver nitrate, that's your emulsion. And, and then you contact print, in my case, digital, digital negs, yep. contact print them under a UV light. So it's, it's one up from the cyanotype that is yes. ubiquitous yep. um, with a bit more control. And um, those processes aren't difficult to produce an image, but to get a predictable image, you have to be a bit dedicated to it, you know, yep. uh, and not as slapdash as, as, <laughs> as I often have. <laughs> You know, I, and I always, you know, coating a bit of paper thinking, right, this is the one, it, the borders are going to be perfect. And, and then I just think, oh, God, you know, and I'm, you know, splashing this stuff all over. You know, my fingers have gone brown and people ask me yeah. if I'm smoking 60 a day or something. I say, oh, no, it's silver nitrate, don't worry. Uh, and then they look at you strangely. Um, uh, so that was that. So you've got those three things coming together. Yeah. Um, you know the 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 life experience thing, albeit a kind of a secondhand thing. Yeah. But in my world, yes. Uh, yep. The theme, and then you've got the the process. So yep. that's that's what I was doing. That's the first set of images from the book. They they for those of you who haven't seen it, they're 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 dark and they're ambiguous. They're not that you might say they're moody. I hope they're not somber. They're definitely abstracted yeah. um but i really enjoyed them and these are the kinds yeah. of things that i you know there are one or two of these that are on my lounge wall 
and um i i like them i like you know i still yeah. like them it's okay to say that because Absolutely. mostly i hate yeah. it yeah anyway so that was that um and i was exhibiting those and that was all very good um i suppose we've got to come on to the the next bit yeah which is that um the the mortality thing came closer to home yeah and that my eldest daughter uh died uh just after i finished uh, that first body of work, work. and yeah i'd done the exhibitions and i was thinking you know uh, i mean almost immediately after she, she passed away and so um uh, you know, how do I cover this? Or, you know, it's not, I can't do this bit in a jaunty way. No, it's yeah. just, um, so I just had a reaction to it. And, I, yeah. and um, I'm an image maker. And yeah. maybe yeah. this is just what I just threw myself into. Absolutely, yeah. As a way of just passing time or getting energy out or yeah. something. I'm not sure that it was particularly healing. Yeah. I mean, it was very raw so i can I imagine think that, yeah uh, you know so those the healing yeah. process just happened for some time afterwards but anyway so so but i was it was really energetic and, and furious so there's a second set yep it's called uh, before we were here and after we've gone and the idea here was suddenly what had become what was an intellectual um exercise yes. yep transposed into something physical had just really become something you know searing yes absolutely you know really felt in the heart yeah and um so i set about doing these uh i look at them now because you know i don't look at these images all the time they're yeah i see them as now as the work of somebody else in a way because there's some time has passed and just flicking through um they're they're um I think they're quite powerful, but they are strange. <laughs> and there's none of the care. There's none of the, you know, I, this was like, get these done, you know, quickly. Uh, yeah, I, I, can, I, can, I can only imagine. But yeah, I, I think the, the middle set, it's, it's, it's really, I, th I think they work really well. And I, th I think there's a lovely natural, it feels like a lovely natural progression through, through the series. Um, I particularly like the middle set of, of the clouds. I just think I think that's just it, it's a it feels very feels very it feels very powerful and very emotional. And then also the last the, la the the last kind of set of images, which um, which just have a, a beautiful feel to them. Yeah, thank you. I, I um when I look through them, I think of the I like the ones that are blue. They are cyanotype. Yes, well, they're 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 um. They're actually, because I was working at such furious pace and I wasn't, there was no way that I was going to sit there with a, you know, a, yep. a, a brush or a rod and carefully coating paper. This was really, you know, something else. Yes. So yep. I, was, I was painting backgrounds and then I was dropping digital images over the, over the top of them on these ones. Yeah. So it's, it's an imposition. There's a, the, the, the one on, um, page 27 speaks to me mostly i don't know why there's something yeah. about there's a there's a little these are again just to describe them they're this particular pictures i'm looking at are of water yeah um 
uh, and they're they're moody. They look a bit as though they might be moonlit. Um, yes, and they're quite fragmented. Um, I th think they sort of perhaps they, you know, I can I can get back into the where I was when I look at one or two of these. And yep. there's this picture on page twenty-seven that's got this mark that looks like a hair. Yeah, yeah the bottom <laughs> the left corner. Yeah. I assure you it's not a hair. That was <laughs> that was really there. And that's the bit that I look at and I think, oh, yeah. that's perfect. That's just that's it, it, it. is it's per it's perfectly formed as well. It's it just it as you say, it's not it looks exactly what you'd expect to see from a like a hair that's been stuck to something that you just can't oh, yeah. you just can't yeah. get it off. Yeah, it's a hair in the gate. Yeah, no, it's uh, so it's so it's fine. And um, uh, yeah, then they move through, and I, I think that 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 stuff was done um, over the course of uh, a couple of weeks, and I just sort of hid really. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then so that's you know that covers that, that. and then yep. uh, <laughs> then I thought well. Some time passed, and I thought, well, I'm starting to process more consciously. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and uh, I thought, well, there's a third piece to this body yeah. of work, and that's uh, an emergence from, you, you know, you can't stay in that mode of. Uh, yes, all the time. Deep, deep reflection and being. Yeah really upset and 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 so as i emerged from that i started another set and the name uh i'm not the rain it comes from an an idiom i think it's from a poem you know and it's about you know into into every life a uh, little rain must fall i don't think that's a, a quite an accurate quote from the poem <laughs> but uh we all know the idiom and it's just that it's the realization that um uh, it's in my life, but it I couldn't, it's not within my gift to change yeah. what happens. It, um, the, so there's a forgiveness thing, I think, in there. Yeah. Whether anybody looking at these images will actually see uh, see this, I don't know. It's for other people to judge, because we are talking about, again, some abstracted images, but they're yeah. more varied in, in type. They're a little, perhaps a little bit more recognizable as subjects. Yeah. Now what I'm doing is I'm painting. Uh, I've thought, uh, what, well, if I'm painting backgrounds, why am I sodding about with cyanotype? Why don't I just use paint? Yeah. And so I, so, so I started, <laughs> you know, it's, 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 like, it's not a great leap, but it takes me ages sometimes to think, oh no, what I'm doing is not that at all. It's this, it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I like this series. Uh, there's a there's a few of them where very deliberately I've left areas blank, um, and there, it almost yeah. looks like there's reflections on them. And yeah, that's important, but I can't tell you why it's important. important. Not because, yeah. it's, because it's a secret from you; it's a secret <laughs> from me. So I don't, you know, I don't know, uh, but it works. Um, and there are, and just if if I look at some images in there, I think there are there are a few that I think, God, that's good, you know. So, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, 
It's always nice to look back at one's own work and think, oh, that looks, that looks quite nice. You quite often look back at work that's many years ago thinking, did I really, did I really actually produce that? Oh, it's... Oh, no, no, let me tell you about it. I mean, I, I'm only saying that as these are very much the exceptions because I tend to, it sounds like you might have a similar thing. I'm sure it's common that if you're working on something, you have to be into it. Yeah. Otherwise, it doesn't finish, you know. Yeah. So when, when I'm working on something, I, I, I honestly sometimes think, yeah, this is the best photograph ever taken. This is, this is amazing. You know, why can't they see? You know? <laughs> and then... <laughs> or you know fame at last and then literally a day later you think what's that that's awful you know yeah. and, and what was i what only, was i thinking what was i thinking that's exactly it you know god did i really think that was good but then if you uh, have the distance of time and you then you go back to something and you've forgotten all of that junk that was in your head at the time and you and you you revisit yeah. it and you can look at it often as oh that, that's one of mine that's all right that's yeah. okay a fresh pair um, of eyes you can be more forgiving of your past i think you know yeah. stuff that happened a long time ago yeah um so that's that's the book and then i um i can't remember uh, uh so i was i got some of the stuff first published by the guys over on the uh, ins inside the outside. Oh yeah, inside yeah, inside that Joe Wright and Al Bryden, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, and Rob and yeah, Rob, um, yeah. And they, I think, I think Rob sent me a message and said because I'd been posting on social media and yeah, I, you know. Anyway, so I got um, I did something with them which was quite satisfying and it yeah. Um, there was a good response to it. Yep. And uh, in these this limited, you know, rather specialised world that we live in. Yeah. And then I think I took it to Greg at Kozu um, and said, okay, look, I'd like to do this as a book. Yep. And he said, yeah, okay. And, it, and you know, he could easily have said, no, no thanks, you know. Yep. It's a bit... So, uh, you know, I think he was, I think, I think that was very kind of him. And, uh, and he produced the book. Um, and yeah, and we did a hundred at first and they've sold out. And I've just been chatting to uh, Greg just recently about just doing a few more because I've got a few people have said to me, look, you know, I missed out. Can I get another can I get one? And I, yeah, I hate saying uh, it's a shame to be in this position of saying, "Well, it's oh. gone." Yeah, and um, so Greg's to kind of do me a favour, really, and we're we're producing some more, but I'll be selling them directly. Yeah, and um, yeah, so we'll, there'll be a handful left. So so that that's good. That um, yeah, you know that there's a few available if people want it. Anyway, so. Uh, so that's the book. Yeah. I, I, this conversation is quite difficult, in, well, or rather, it's strange because the other thing is that once this, just as an individual image is done, yeah. Once the book is done, I didn't want to do anything. You know, I didn't want to know anything about it. It was, yeah. It's on. That's it. That's done. Yeah. 
Does that again? Does that chime with what other people think about their work? Yeah, I think I think yeah, I think it does. I think everyone takes maybe a different approach, and it it, it does. It's 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 capturing a moment in time, um, and I think your book beautifully captures a moment in time. And even just talking about the last the last section, I think each of the three sections plays such a vital part in the story that that's been portrayed but, but that's been portrayed but portrayed by the book and i think it's i think yeah it's it's really quite interesting just to see the when you you're talking about yeah the, the 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 images maybe become it's maybe a bit more obvious what some of them are and i think i think it's wonderful it's like a it's like an unraveling of of the middle section into into what it's now become and even just the, the small introductions of color and things like that, I think just mm-hmm. it, it just it all just adds to the story that's being told. You've gone from the middle section quite, quite dark, quite contrasty with the dark and the, the white, just and then it just feels as and and very abstract, very mysterious, but going into the final section in the book where it feels, yeah, there's you, you can begin to see, see proper shapes and patterns and objects and and just the lovely touches of color as well i think i think really 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 just finished the book off nicely beautifully done oh that's very kind of you thank you I, uh, um that was in my that was a conscious thing and and also particularly that the book ends you know with with lighter calmer yeah image and um yeah, so that's okay. That's that, and uh, uh, and I when I look back on it now, prompted by this conversation, I uh, I think, yeah, okay, that's that's all right. That was that's that's good. I think. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> hard, isn't it? To to know, it's hard to judge your own stuff. Anyway, so that's that, and um, so I'm uh, now I'm stuck into like three or four different projects that I'm. Very you good. know, m- mulling over and trying to do other things with, and yes, trying to f- tell the next story. Yeah. Um, and 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 do you env- do you envisage doing a, a book of some sort, be it self published or a small run or something maybe a bit more unique? What's your yeah? What's your yeah, plan? I do. I've been so uh, I know that this is going out just as audio, but over my shoulder there's a print drying, and the I've got this little area yeah, that I can see design. something drying on the wall looks quite interesting yeah. <laughs> so another ambiguous image printed on you know in a strange way um I've been doing a set of images that I've been posting a few of them as the uh, project progresses on my <coughs> Instagram uh, uh and they are I'm using a different printing process called Agaratype which is an absolute pain in the bum but um, but quite satisfying when you yeah, get it right. Right. <laughs> um, you know when it when you don't have finger marks on it or the print dissolves or slides off the ah oh, the whole thing. Anyway, that's about my you know my impatience for the result. Yeah. Um, but the 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 theme I'm exploring with them is that little. It's not new. I don't think that's the only thing. But it's um it's that little patch between the sea and the the, the land. All right. Yeah. And and looking at looking closely at things, but also seeing the traces of of human behavior or in some cases how the natural world is adapting around human behavior. So, for example, um, I came across walking at a local beach. uh, I came across these footprints in this 
muddy silty sand that yep. there, there is in this particular area and somebody had obviously walked across it and they uh you know they they had heavy feet i can tell you and they'd, they'd sunk down and they'd sunk down but where the tides had come in and out they were now full of uh uh shells you know right, okay. little things in shells i'm not i'm not a, I'm not a marine biologist, so I yep. can't really describe it. But it, but they, but they're occupying that uh, that depression. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's kind of that sort of thing about well, there's there are intersections here. So it's yeah. land and sea, but it's also human and natural. Yes. Um, I've just got to get the last 300 Argaratite prints ready, and then you know start disposing of the rubbish ones and build that narrative and then pitch it um you know but i do want to do something a bit uh bigger yeah which and a bit uh, um you know i'm using this wonderful paper to print directly on them and I, and I want to reflect that in the way that this what i hope is a book gets published too yeah so that might mean that it's not commercially viable for a yeah. publisher i don't know i haven't spoken to anyone but yeah I'm not opposed to it. I see that the object has to be right. Yeah, absolutely. It's the object is the art too. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've got you've got to get both. And as we we're talking about earlier on, books are books are wonderful things because they're such a tactile object. And and if you're doing something, your your new work sounds sounds such a tactile print that you're making. Actually, you've got to be able to reflect that as accurately as possible in a, in, a, in a book and however that works in terms of paper choices or whatever if you if you don't get it then you you lose part of the image because because of the because the print is 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 so tactile in itself absolutely 100 percent. and and uh, so that's you know i'm thinking about uncoated papers i'm thinking about the the base color of the papers yes um but in a fairly typical Simon Ashmore way of dreaming about it and less actually ordering some paper and, and, and trying, trying it. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> it. You know, so I do need to, uh, I'm, I'm very active on the printing. So I do these prints in batches of yep. five and I do five in an evening. And um, so I'm, I'm okay on that bit, but it's just drawing together the what I start to see as loose ends it's that there's a thing I think I'm sure it's I hope it's common that as you approach the end of something I start to think about the next thing rather yep. than finishing it off you know yeah you know and I think oh well I've done that put them in the book so it's a, and I do have the the discipline uh or I lack the discipline of seeing it through because my mind is full of other ideas all yeah. the time yeah. And I start to explore stuff. And that's okay. Some things are dead ends. Yes. Um, you know, driving over Polaroids and a tractor type of thing. And it's, you know, no, that's really, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't have a tractor. But, um, but you know, uh, so, you know, some, it's okay to try lots of things, but I guess the lesson I'm trying to teach myself on your podcast is just see it through, you know, see what yeah. through. So yeah, that's, yeah. That's what I need to do. T yeah, that. take take the project to the end and and actually yeah and deliver something even if it's yeah and and then as you say move on to the next next project at, at that point or focus all your energies on on the next project at that point. I'm sure your mind's already active 
Um, but yeah, I think everyone's the same. I think as you get towards the end of the project, maybe the fun work of, of producing the work has, has been done and it's now, right, it's the nitty-gritty details of actually getting the body of work out there, which for many is maybe the less enjoyable or where they maybe got the less knowledge and it maybe becomes trickier. So I suppose at that point, thinking of, of some new, great, wonderful projects that you can work on, um, probably has some more great appeal and the pro procrastination of the, the last project uh, kicks in. <laughs> well, I see some of my my earlier self behaviours, you know, of, uh, I'm at my happiest producing stuff. And yep. actually, actually I'm, I'm enjoying this sort of thing, but that, that whole middle bit of, you know, drawing it together and just producing the the commodity of your life, yes. you know, that's that's that feels like a bit daunting, but um, you know, I'll get there. That's all right. I'll get there. Yeah, well, it, it sounds as though you 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 you've you've enjoyed and you can see the benefit and and you can see you can see the beauty in making a book as well. So, um, I, mm. I'm I'm I'd be looking forward to seeing your your forthcoming publication now that you've, <laughs> you've now that you've announced that one's going to be coming. Um, <laughs> you're 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 maybe at that point committed to doing it as opposed to. Yeah, I've done it now, haven't I? Uh, yeah, and I don't know about whether I enjoy it. You know, remember I, I said it, it chose me. I'm not sure that I think I might just be the vessel. You know. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, so well, watch this space. I suppose is the the yeah. slogan, isn't it? But it's yeah, it's always good. So obviously, you uh, you mentioned a couple of a couple of names earlier on, like Sir Paul Kenny and and Valda and uh, Doug, etc., who have all had books out. So I'm always a uh, one thing I always really enjoy is to hear what other books are favourites of of the guests. Um, it's been wonderful because it really has opened my my eyes to to new photographers is taking me down several garden paths uh, where I've discovered more and more photographers and I, th I think it's a great way I've been able to share some of your some of your inspiration so I'd love to hear maybe three or four of your favorite photo books from other photographers sure uh this is difficult because uh, if you look, <laughs> yeah yeah if you look at my work, you would probably anticipate that I would go straight to Paul Kenny and yeah. Doug and Valder and Chris Friel. Yeah. And probably of them all, Chris Friel was, you know, is the original. Yes. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I listened to Doug's podcast and, and I thought, oh, I know exactly what you mean. Spending a year trying to be Chris Friel. <laughs> anyway, so. Um, uh, and of course, you can't because you're not Chris. Yeah. Um, so. But I'm not going to go down that road, road because I think it's known. I think it's yes, that's okay. Yep. You know, yeah, absolutely. I don't mean that disrespectfully to them. Nope. I, I love them. I think it's all great. Um, and uh, just just some kind of other mentions, if I may, before I show sure. you the books. I was quite struck by a couple of people that you've spoken to recently, but I don't have the 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 book it was your conversation with Francis Scott I thought was oh a joy yeah to listen to. the E9 and I know that yeah and I know that you well I think that you had some common ground and so it was a really good conversation as well but I I looked but I don't have the book so I can't nominate it but I thought that was a yeah a, a, it was a really good um uh, yep. conversation and I enjoyed the Jeffrey Connolly stuff as well I like loads of them but anyway look the books I'm going to stop waffling so the first one is um a bit predictable perhaps I'm sorry 
but it's Sleeping by the Mississippi, which yep. I think you have a copy of. Um, and the reason I like this is because uh, it's so well produced. You can spend time with it. Uh, it's it's a it's something that you can go back to. I think there are a hundred stories in here, really. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and the photography is uh, it's really interesting, and it's um, it's very well observed. But it's just this whole counterpoint between the individual and then the the area, you know, and empty chairs and empty beds and yeah what i read is deprivation and isolation and strangeness uh, but captured very simply brilliantly yeah. done but you know simple it's simple yeah and that's perhaps a little reminder to me to not you know don't overdo it yeah, um, yeah. but uh, so i like that one yeah yeah so it's something it reminds you that you don't necessarily need to over overthink things at times just some something simple and and straight to the point fundamentally quite often works just as well as overcomplicating things yeah it seems unpretentious which is uh, which is good yeah and um, the other two are going to be a little bit again uh, you know what i'm choosing to do is go back because thinking about this conversation made me think about the start of my photography yeah inspiration. absolutely yeah <laughs> somewhere other than where I am now yeah but, the, but there are two books that I again because I've had these books for a long time and you think oh I come back these are comforting for me yeah. and the first one is Dubliners by Tony O'Shea yeah have you got this one I don't but it's been mentioned I'm sure it's been mentioned on by someone before well um it's a great book it's a great book and uh it's an old book but yeah. I think I think he's produced another book very recently, maybe a retrospective. He's a photographer in Ireland. I think he's a newspaper photographer. I don't really know anything about him, but the images are in this tradition of um, photojournalism. They're just yeah. they're just they're fabulous. For you know of their type, they are fabulous. Yeah, and I just, just come back to them again and again, and I think, oh yeah, you've got it. Um, so there's this particular image of this. <laughs> it's on the front cover, but it's also oh yeah, fantastic. Boy yeah. on the bus looking through the steamy window, and you think, yeah. wow, yeah. We've all been there, sat on the bus when you can't see out the window, and you try you try to rub <laughs> the glass, and no matter by the time you sit back down in your seat again, it's all steamed up, and yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. You think, what's he thinking? Is he is he being the driver in his head? Is he you know is that yeah. he's on the Top deck at the front of the bus, he's you know, it's an old boy, but you think, are you what are you thinking? Are you just looking out the window? Are you are you remembering an early childhood pretending? That's it, yeah, absolutely. Uh in a similar vein, um, of another old book, Tony Ray Jones. Yeah. A day off. So 19 early 70s, 60, 69, 70, something like that, I think. Ancient, ancient, 74, it says here. Yeah. And uh, this guy, Tony Ray Jones, um, I think was an inspiration for Martin Parr, though their work is very different. And it's, a, again, it's it's more sort of photojournalism. Yes. And yep. what I think Tony Ray Jones set about to do was to photograph 
the English, I think specifically the English, um, uh, at leisure. Yeah. In the late 60s, early 70s. And it's, again, it's sort of, you know, the modern inheritors to this type of work, people like Jim Morkram, you know, who's doing Yes, yeah, absolutely, amazing yeah. Work. I mean, yeah, small town inertia, fantastic. I mean, powerful, really mm. powerful. And the narrative with his work is... That's incredible. Is amazing. Yeah, you know, uh, almost overwhelming, actually, in lots of yeah. ways. But, any, but there's, there's humour in Tony Ray Jones's work. Yeah, yeah. In a way that Martin Parr has, but... Um, and he he didn't have a long life, so this is really his only body of work. I think there have been one or two subsequent um, collections. Yeah, but this, I think this is essentially the the key body of work that he produced in the late sixties. It's it's great. Yeah, if you can get a copy, that would be an expensive one. You could yeah. buy my one if you like. <laughs> One hundred and fifty thousand pounds. <laughs> a bargain. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, but it's, it's, great, it's great to hear you talk about books that take you back to when you first became interested in photography, going back many, many years, not just what spurs you on today, because I think, and I know certainly some people have, have talked about some of their favourite books are the books that maybe introduced them to photography or was one of the first, and it, it's they've taped onto it for decades and decades and decades, and I think that's a wonderful thing as opposed to just being... Yeah, this is this is my this is what I'm currently interested in. So this is my current favorite book. Actually, something that's stuck with you through all these years will always stick with you. If, as your even if even if you change your style or change what you do, then there's always a place for them. I couldn't agree more. And uh, you know, you think, well, Tony Ray Jones, he won't be well known, I guess. He's been gone a long time, but I think about him. I think about his work. Yeah. You know. That doesn't mean anything particularly, but it feels important yeah. uh, that you that you don't lose some of that. You don't lose the sense of what that person created. I think that's quite important. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I was looking at my shelf, which is I'm buying more and more books, which is mainly your fault. Don't blame um, me. <laughs> I know it's a, it's a great thing, but I also see that there are there is as there are as many books on abstract impressionism as there are on photography and if and if i was thinking about my current work yeah principally from um, from that but yep. newman and so forth you know et al that uh that i'm drawing some sort of visual um coding from some visual language from yeah. So they don't really fit within this world, but um, yeah. Yeah. When I, and when I look up there, there's um, there's a lot that isn't photography now, yeah. and that's also okay. Uh, uh, absolutely, it's okay. it, yeah. <laughs> without it, without a doubt, I think it's all as you see. What you'll always be influenced, maybe by by what you, by the by the work you're undertaking at a given time. I think we all are. Um, but yeah, I think there's such a variety of work, and I enjoy books of subject matters that I, I'll never go out and shoot myself or anything like that. Jim Mortrams is a, is a great example and uh, Ragnar mm. Axelsson who combines the people with the landscape and things like that. So it's, yeah. It's, so it's, they really tell stories and, and that, that's what, that's why I find this is really very powerful and very, very emotional and moving as well. Yeah. Couldn't agree with you more. Um, yeah. It's a joy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And, and you can't, you can't beat just, 
grabbing a book down off the shelf, as, as we've talked about, there's, there's such a tactile element. You can enjoy sit down at a leisurely pace instead of scrolling at a million miles an hour through Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever it is. But you're actually sitting down and you know, the texture of the papers and the feel of the book, the weight of the book, and you just actually yeah take in the work, appreciate it more, I think. Yeah, I think that's that helps you to access a more contemplative, meditative yeah. uh, uh, mindset, doesn't it? And yeah, looking at spring's fine. Uh, uh, you know, I, I I look at a lot of new work and stuff that I wouldn't buy. It's, it's a great way to get introduced to new stuff. Absolutely, yeah. I look on social media and what have you, and you know, you find the people you follow, but it does feel um, a bit transient. I, it doesn't have the it doesn't convey the energy and uh, and dedication i think that uh, people put into their work yeah maybe it's a trivializing way of doing things but then that's what social media is isn't it yep. so that's it so it's, it's kind of okay it's yep, good but absolutely yep. this other, it's good to have the something that's uh, reflects the thoughtfulness i think of yeah you know, of the, uh, definitely of the people's efforts yeah, absolutely. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, Simon. Thank you very much for giving me up some of your time to talk about your work and your book. It's really been, it really has been a an inspiring discussion to hear about the insight, the thought, and 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 the meaning behind the book as well, and also just to hear what you're up to at the moment as well with your future work. Oh well, I've really appreciated you, and thank you very much for your, for your kind words. And uh, just just. Um, by the way, I think what you're doing is terrific. I think photography is principally a solitary pursuit, if not lonely. It's certainly something <laughs> people do on their own. Um, but I think what you're doing is giving us, you're, you're introducing us to the individuals behind images. And it yep. feels like you're kind of building a community. And I think that's terrific. So please yep. keep, keep going. Yeah, well, I'll keep going as long as I've got people to speak to. Um, I can I can always keep going. If not, I'll just continue to buy the books. But uh, but no, I think it's great. I think it gives a different insight behind the work. Um, as I say many times, you can read so much on introductions and bits of text, but to actually hear someone talk about their work, describe their work, the thought process, their thought process, and things like that, I think it just adds a different adds a different element and and gives a bit more realism to the work as well for so many of us. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Thank you very much. Cheers, Simon. Thanks, Jim. Bye. Cheers.